Welcome to r slash Am I the Butthole, where people mock a child with cancer. Am I the butthole for taking my daughter and leaving the wedding after her stepbrother pulled her wig off? Well, I can say right off the bat, if it's because she has cancer, then yeah, you're not the butthole. Okay, my daughter Megan, who's 16, just finished her cancer treatment. Do I even bother reading the rest of this post? Do I? Like, because we know the answer. We don't know who pulled the wig off or why they pulled the wig off, but we already know they're the butthole. That, That sentence is all it took, OP. Okay, all right, let's power through it anyway. My daughter lost her hair in the process, and she's been incredibly insecure because of it. She no longer meets up with her friends, nor welcomes them at our home, or even meets family in person. It's been bad to say the least. But her stepbrother, Ben, who's 18, has been making it worse with his nagging comments and jokes about her looks. He tried taking and posting pics of her secretly to share. Yo, what? But I shut that down, even though my husband thought that it was just harmless teasing. My husband's sister's wedding was last week. My family wanted Megan to go, but she didn't want to. I spent so much time trying to help her and convince her to start socializing again and see family. She agreed under the condition that I let her wear a wig, which I agreed to. Not only that, but I took her shopping to pick her own wig, and she looked beautifully stunning in her pixie hairstyle wig. My husband and Ben laughed when they saw it. I don't know why. We went to the wedding and everything was going well until this happened. We were all sitting and we started talking about Megan's look and suddenly Ben reached over and pulled off her wig and exposed her bald head. I was shocked and I froze, but Megan yelled then took her wig and ran. Ben, his cousins, and some guests started laughing. Yo, what? They started... Is this like an 80s high school movie? I was upset, especially when I looked over my shoulder and saw my saw my husband sitting next to his mom laughing. Yo, is this post real? I lost it on Ben and berated him in front of everyone, then took my stuff, got Megan, got into the car, and went home. Ben and my husband didn't have a ride home, and my husband kept calling me, but I didn't respond. He came home asking about me leaving mid-wedding and upsetting his sister, and then leaving him and Ben with no ride home. I argued with them about how Ben embarrassed Megan and humiliated her publicly, which must have ruined what's left of her self-esteem. He said it was just kids teasing each other, and that I overreacted, and Ben had no malicious intent, he was just messing with her. I said I was sick of it, but he said that this is their way of bonding as step-siblings, and I was getting in the way of it and being overprotective and unreasonable. We didn't talk after that, and Ben is refusing to apologize, and his dad is backing him up. Alright, jeez. Okay, I really don't like to tell people to divorce because I'm just, you know, a YouTuber reading stories on the internet, and this is like someone's life, they've gotten married, they love each other, their lives are intertwined, so like, to say that so, so lightly, oh, you guys should get divorced. I try to, I try to avoid that. But in situations like these, OP, divorce this dude. Your daughter, your teenage daughter got cancer, face down death at the age of 15, 16. She's incredibly insecure about her image, like every 16-year-old girl on the planet. And, And your husband's response to seeing her in a wig is to laugh at her, to encourage bullying, to laugh at her when she's publicly humiliated. Why do you want to be married to this guy? Why? How can you even think about subjecting your daughter to this... Honestly, emotional abuse. 
like straight up emotional abuse. Stories like this are why I don't like to get five out of five buttholes because I like to save it for douchebags like these. (laughs) Because come on, honestly. Because if a person who mocks children with cancer doesn't deserve five out of five buttholes, then who does? OP, you get zero out of five buttholes. Your daughter obviously gets zero out of five buttholes. Your husband and your stepson, I don't know what their deal is. They sound like cruel caricatures like of like bullies that you see in 80s high school movies. I'm giving them both five out of five buttholes. 18 years old is definitely old enough to know that you shouldn't mock kids with cancer. Oh my God. Do I have to say that? Do I really have to say that as like, hey, by the way, guys, let's try to not, you know, murder people. Let's not, um, let's not mock kids with cancer. Let's not burn down orphanages. Does this need to be said? Am I the butthole for telling my in-laws about what their son's girlfriend did to my son's blanket and causing her to get shunned? I'm a 33-year-old woman. I found out that my ex-husband, who's 37, was cheating on me when I was seven months pregnant with our son. I got a divorce, and we share custody of our three-year-old son. My ex-husband's girlfriend tried to get involved in my parenting several times. She even commented on my son's name, implying that we should agree on a name that we all want, not just what I wanted. And she tried to dictate what he should and shouldn't have. As a result, she started throwing away stuff of his that I paid for. Honestly, it's frustrating because I'm barely getting by with the money that I have, and I can't afford to buy replacements for all the stuff that she throws out. But my ex-husband says that it's her house, and she gets to decide what can and can't enter. I made a crochet blanket for my son with his name on it. This blanket is special to me, and the tools that I used to make it cost me money. Not to mention the time and the effort that it took to make it. I sent my son to stay with his dad a few days ago, and he wanted to take the blanket with him to sleep with it. I don't know exactly what happened, but when I came to pick my son up, he told me that his dad's girlfriend took his blanket away from him and threw it out, leaving him with no blanket to sleep with at night as punishment for him not accepting the one that she offered. I was furious. I called his dad, but he hung up on me. I sent him a text explaining the situation, but he texted back telling me that I should stop the drama and go look for a job if I have so much free time on my hands instead of picking on his girlfriend. I felt frustrated, so I visited my ex-husband's family, who are all good to me, and I told them about what their son's girlfriend did. Now, it's worth mentioning that she's been working hard for their approval and to get on their good side. They were shocked to know about what she did, and they all flipped out on her and started calling her out. My sister-in-law took it further by putting this on social media, which made other family members see what she did. My ex-husband called me, yelling about my pathetic attempt to turn his family against his girlfriend. I could hear his girlfriend freaking out in the background while he was lashing out at me, saying that I ruined every chance that she had to have a good relationship with her future in-laws. I hung up and felt absolutely horrible, even though I was just venting to his family about what happened and felt frustrated. Maybe I shouldn't have told them? I'm not sure anymore, since the whole family isn't speaking to her, and that might have a lasting impact on their relationship with her. Oh man, OP, (sighs) you didn't do anything wrong here. You're just being a caring and devoted mother. What you did was tell someone else what happened. She's the one who did something wrong, right? She's the one who did something wrong, and then it's your fault for just telling someone else what she did? And besides, apparently, if your son is old enough that he can tell you what 
daddy's girlfriend did, then he's also old enough to tell the rest of his family what daddy's girlfriend did. So if she keeps literally abusing your son, then it's only a matter of time before his family finds out about this anyways. Come on, man. Making a three-year-old child sleep without a blanket because you get upset that he chose his mommy's blanket instead of the blanket that she offered is just petty and cruel. And come on, honestly, we all know that the reason why she punished him is because she's jealous and she wants to make sure that he uses her blanket, not your blanket. That's like Disney villain evil. Punishing a three-year-old child for loving their mother? Come on, man. OP, you get an easy zero out of five buttholes. You did nothing wrong here. If anything, you should go to his family for support because he's allowing his own son to be abused. So if you can't shame him into stopping the abuse, then maybe his family can shame him into stopping the abuse. Your husband gets five out of five buttholes for abusing his pregnant wife and for allowing his son to be abused by his girlfriend. Your husband's girlfriend gets four out of five buttholes. Am I the butthole for telling my wife that my job has to come before hers? I'm a 35-year-old guy married to my 34-year-old wife. We have two kids, age three and five, in a very high cost-of-living city. I make about five times as much money as my wife, so we do pretty well. If my income were the same as my wife's income, we wouldn't be able to afford to live in this city. My job is pretty low stress, about 35 hours a week, with the only requirement that I be on call for one week each month. Normally, nothing ever happens, so I do my usual routine with the understanding with my wife that if I'm needed, I have to drop whatever we're doing and work until the work issue is resolved. This only ever happens once every quarter, and it only lasts a few hours. My wife, on the other hand, has a much more stressful job. Her boss is incredibly demanding and often demands random and inane things just as a power play with her subordinates. My wife usually works 45 to 50 hours a week. As a result, I take care of most of the home stuff, drop off and pick up kids from daycare, cook meals, and generally keep the house clean. Now, onto the Am I the Butthole incident. It was my on-call week after work hours when my wife got a text from her boss about fulfilling an emergency request for a client. My wife complained to me that this request really could wait until tomorrow, but she would rather get it done so she doesn't have to listen to her boss complain at her in the morning if it's not done. I had no problem with that, but I reminded her that I'm on call, so I might need to switch with her if something came up. She made a grunt of acknowledgement, but nothing beyond that. About two hours later, I get an all-hands call to immediately come into the office. Normally, I can resolve issues remotely, but we had an issue that prevented us from remoting in. I rush upstairs and told my wife that I had to leave, only for her to turn around and say, Sorry, but my issue came up first. You're gonna have to tell your work that you can't come in. I was taken aback and told her, No, this issue isn't something that I can skip for anything short of, I'm physically in the hospital and I can't come in. She got increasingly angry and started ranting at me, but I told her that I didn't have time for this and I'm leaving. When I get back, we can discuss this. She started crying, but I had no more time, so I left for the office. On my way to work, she called me to continue the argument, and in the heat of the moment, I said, Look, I respect that you put a lot of time and energy into your work, but we cannot afford our house or lifestyle without my job. So when push comes to shove, my job has to come first. Otherwise, we're going to be out on the streets. She hung up on me after that. When I got home about three hours later, at 11 p.m., the kids were crashed out on the living room couch with several bowls of cereal spilled around them. 
I went upstairs, and my wife was locked in the bedroom and refused to talk. In the morning, I found out from the kids that she spent the night crying in her room and didn't feed them dinner or tuck them in, so they made cereal and had a sleepover in the living room. OP, based on this post, you sound like a dream partner. You take care of the kids, you cook the meals, and you bring in the big bucks? And the one and only thing that you ask for is one week every three months. So four weeks a year where you have to be completely on call and your work takes complete precedence. Any person on earth would take that deal. To put it simply, OP, your wife sounds spoiled. She's so accustomed to being the one who benefits in this relationship that in this instance, she tried to take advantage of you. And like, even if we were to get rid of all the other details, like assume that you made the same income as your wife, assume that you like split chores evenly. If your job required you to be on call one week every three months, then that would still be reasonable, right? Like, yeah, it kind of sucks that you have to take away from family time and that people have to work around you during that one week, but it's just one week out of three months. That's not a big deal at all. The fact that she can't give you that one tiny little thing is awful. And like, okay, she's upset, she's stressed out at work, her boss is awful. That's no excuse to completely neglect your children. If she's upset at you, then like yell at you when you get back. Don't, you can't not feed the kids and not put the kids to bed just because you're having a fight with your partner. That's, that is very irresponsible. So OP, you get an easy zero out of five buttholes. Your wife, on the other hand, gets three out of five buttholes. You might be better off without her OP because it sounds like you could definitely do better. If we're to assume that your wife has an average income of like, let's say 40K and you're making five times as much, then that means you're making about 200K. I'm just guessing with these numbers, but uh, that's not nothing to sneeze at. Am I the butthole for telling my sister there's a reason her kids chose to live with their dad? I'm a 32-year-old woman and I have a 14-year-old daughter, Jess. Jess's father, my husband, died in an accident when she was young, so it's just been us two for a long time. As a result, we're very close, and she's a lot more open to me than most kids are with their parents. Around a week ago, she asked me if I could take her to the movies on a date with a guy in her class. I kinda distantly know the boy because they've done some extracurriculars together, and I was thrilled that he was my daughter's first boyfriend. I took them to the movies a few days ago, and they ended up hanging out at our house for a bit afterwards. He was extremely polite, and maybe it's just the mom in me, but I couldn't be happier for her. I went to my older sister's house for coffee earlier this morning. For backstory, my sister has two teenagers, 16 and 17, who live almost full-time with their dad. They had a very messy divorce around three years ago, and both kids chose to live with their dad. The reason for this was because my sister was extremely overbearing on them. She was the kind of mom who believed that her kids should have no privacy and that she should run their lives until they were adults. I know that she had a lot of arguments with them because she would take away their doors, not let them hang out with their friends, search through their phones every night, etc. This was the primary reason for her divorce, although she won't admit that. While I do love my sister, as someone who grew up with little privacy, I fully understand why her kids didn't want to live with her. My daughter came up in conversation, so I brought up her first date. When I explained how it went, my sister laughed and told me that I must be joking. When she realized that I was serious, she told me that I was a terrible mother for letting my daughter walk all over me and not setting boundaries. She ranted for a while, but she basically said that 14-year-olds are incapable of going out themselves, and that I was being lazy and neglectful for allowing her to do that. She also said, I would never allow my kids to do that. So I replied by saying, that's exactly why your kids live with their dad. 
She got very quiet and then told me to leave. When I got home, I started thinking more about what I said, and while at the time I thought that I was simply telling her what she needed to hear, now I'm wondering if I crossed the line. OP, this is a very simple... <laughs> oh my god. Man, where did these people come from? Reddit, who are these people? God, I love this website. These people are... Ugh. People are so dumb. I don't understand how you can objectively be such a bad parent that you drive your own children away from you. Children have like this innate, inborn, genetic, built into their DNA desire, a need more than a desire. It's a need to love their parents. So imagine being such an awful parent that you overcome that built-in desire for familial love and you drive your own children away. How awful of a parent do you have to be? Well, this person, after being such a bad parent, wants to criticize you for being a loving and affectionate mother. Give me a break, man. Give me a break. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. Your sister gets 3.5 out of 5 buttholes for being a terrible mother. That was r slash am I the butthole. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.